just happened now? This is great. So I'm still doing the show from my garage, right? Still plugging yeah. uh, away from here. I've been going on a year and a half now. My son, who takes 45 minutes at best to take out the trash with 19 times. Hey, you mind taking that out? Hey, that's getting a little. Hey, would you mind emptying the dishwasher? Takes yep. at least an hour, hour and 45, whatever it is. Yeah, he, he goes just, on his terms. He just disconnected the entire Xbox, reconnected it to the TV in the other room like MacGyver. Took him about eight seconds to do it. Mm-hmm. So things can get done. If they tell you they can't do it, they can, because I've never seen that young man move that fast to get something in my entire life. It was, it was genuinely impressive. Denzel Washington, <laughs> Robert De Niro, um, who else is following me? Find a couple more out here. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Will Ferrell. DiCaprio, P- President Biden. Mike Pence. <laughs> all of them. I got them all. You've got them all covered. Yeah, You've got, got them all, all covered. Absolutely. So you mentioned this, and uh, you mentioned that it was a double birthday. That you, I believe you said it was your niece and Lady Slee's birthday? Yeah. What did we do for uh, Lady Slee on her birthday? So Thursday, it was actually my niece turning 16. So Happy sweet 16, niece Slee. Uh, went down to San Diego, spent it with the family. She was with as well. But I spent more on Friday uh, taking care of her. So Friday, went out to a nice dinner down in uh, – La Jolla area, oh, even stayed the night down there, and then dro- drove back up on uh, on Saturday. So it's La Jolla, huh? You're you're rolling La Jolla good now. I'm impressed. That's a that's a nice neighborhood over there. When you're from El Cajon, <laughs> when people say like, "Hey, where are you from?" and I say San Diego, and they think, "Oh, you know, it, 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 that must be amazing." I'm like, "Let me let me let me give you a little more details." I'm from El Cajon. It's about thirty. You're minutes a Granite east Hill of the fighting ocean. eagle. 30 minutes east of the ocean, okay? And the, the weather changes significantly. So when you get some opportunities to be in SD, you want to be in the nicer areas of San Diego. Yeah, well, and La Jolla certainly qualifies. That's a pretty yeah. nice spot down there. Travis and Sleaze brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I want to talk about some of the free agent targets for the Lakers, but you know how we do this. Little bonus asks Slee on the other side. This one on the phone. This one from no less an authority than Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, you're on Travis and Slee. What's up, my friend? Gentlemen, I hope you had a great weekend. It's the first weekend where officially, you know, Dodgers and Lakers are going back to back officially. And I've been saying it for a while, but now it's official. Um, Hey, so there's an easy one. All right. Because I'm going to get a little gritty on this one. Pie or cake. That's the easy one. But let's go a little dark. Yeah, that one's easy. Let's go a little dark and do it after. You know, I mean, or you don't know, but you're going to die. All right. So you have to choose this face of death. You're either going to get the T-bone steak dinner where you're in your car cruising along and then and bam, well, a semi, on, semi just takes you out. Okay. You know, no, no pain. You're out. Sure. Or walking along, whistling, whatever slee will whistles, you know, and <laughs> yep. then all of a sudden step off the curb and bam, Metro yep. rail. <laughs> now you're a, you know, hood ornament. All right. So which one are you going yeah. Love the show. Keep up the great work, fellas. Appreciate it. Um, what do you got, Slee? Trav, what has happened with some of these scenarios? Why do people want to kill you? Well, <laughs> this is this is your – you have this overtime, ask Slee, this bonus, ask Slee, as you yeah. ask it, right? Uh-huh. Tenth, in, tenth inning, you're putting a runner on second. And, and, and I think – I think the average on these is the same as the Dodgers record so far. In- <laughs> no, I disagree. We're we're basically like the twenty seven Yankees with this. Um, we're undefeated. <laughs> take go ahead and get me with the in my car and the semi. Go ahead, go ahead and does work. 
Is there any difference between those two things, hit by a truck or hit by a train? Those don't sound like much difference at all. Well, I think what he meant was you're in your car or you're not in your car. Oh, gonna, you just oh, – I'd rather okay. – yeah, yeah. Let me get a little bit of a shield before <laughs> it, it's all said and done. That's number one. And second, he's right. The pie in the cake is an easy one. Yeah, it is. Pie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, no question about I, it. I, I think so too. There just seems to be more more ways to go with that. Um, the the best part of that question, he didn't even pose it as a question. You're having a good day, you know. Your paycheck right, just got you're deposited. You're whistling. You're whistling e- around. Everything's absolutely. all good. Yeah. What 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 are you whistling? What what is Alan Sliwa whistling to himself walking down the street? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> What's that Yankee what Doodle? Do. Maybe. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have I no idea. I thought you knew like high hopes, like the the rubber tree plant, the ant. I remember that one. I, your mom. I would hum you. more before I I whistle. Like I would hum right. a song before I would actually whistle. All right, I guess, I guess that'll do. At least you got the pie question right. The Lakers need more guys, right? That they they basically spent all their money and they've only got three or four guys on the team mm-hmm. at this point. They're going to have to fill out the roster. A lot of free agent names are out there: Patty Mills, Reddick, Dwight Howard, Carmelo, Trevor Ariza, and others. Do you go in, into that sort of category of players? Is that where they're going to fill these things? Because those guys are, are are not at the top of their games, maybe the way that they used to be, but they're still pretty effective NBA players. This is why I start getting excited. I start getting excited, Trav, because last season, what was the blueprint for the Lakers? Rob Palenka kind of outsmarted himself. You know what? We're going to go out there. We're going to go get even better talent, and they're going to be younger, and they could potentially be here for more years Um, I think as the season progressed, one of the things we started noticing was, wait a minute here, are these guys all pulling the rope in the same direction? Is Mm -hmm. is a championship more important than individual accomplishments or individual needs or playing for that next contract or something along those lines? Every name that you just named off, you know what all these guys have in common? All they want to do is win. That's it. And I I think – and we could – listen, there are a number of players – that I think the Lakers are going to target. Some of them may be more realistic than others. But there was a report last week, and you and I got into this, where um, somebody had mentioned that if the Lakers got another All-Star, there's a very strong likelihood that you're going to start getting some vets lining up at the door saying, yep, want to play for the Lakers. Yep, I want to be a part of that team. Yep, I'd love to be. DeMar DeRozan's one of those guys? I mean, because he would have to take a serious haircut from like the mid-20s down to the sixes. I think DeMar is going to end up on a sort of contender, but I don't think it's going to be the Lakers. So let me, let me explain. There was actually a report earlier about the Dallas Mavericks going to try to go get a guy like DeMar DeRozan, which, by that's the way, that's a great that's fit. That's a yeah. fantastic fit. Now you have a real number two guy. I'm not saying they're going to go win an NBA championship, but – if Porzingis becomes your third best player, you gotta. There's a team right there. You know, you can start making the argument that maybe that's the second best team in the Western Conference. So I, I say that what I think's realistic and what's not realistic. Remember how you and I were talking about the concept of going to go get a third star, and that's what the Lakers did. Whether you like the Westbrook fit or you don't, uh-huh. what I'm most excited about is. Guys are going to want to come play for the Lakers. So if they're able to go get J.J. Redick, if Dwight Howard decides, hey, I want to come back, if Trevor Ariza, who's 36 years old, and I think you know Laker fans know, obviously a good 3 and D player, Trav, these guys are going to be there. Give me these guys over Kyle Kuzma and you know some of these other youngsters, Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell that were on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. This is much more of a championship pedigree than I think I thought they had last season. 
Of all the names that I've heard go back and forth, Lee, the one that every time I hear it, like depending on what yep. sort of mood I'm in and depending on where my, my frame of mind is, sometimes it's, yeah, that sounds pretty good too. And eh, you might want to think twice. Can I the guess? One guy. Yeah, go ahead. Carmelo? <laughs> no. Not Carmelo. Carmelo. Oh, I thought, I thought that was one of the guys that you thought, hey, it's realistic. He's a vet that he can come back. Who is it then? It's J.J. Redick. That, that, that's the guy that I would like to see come here because I think that that directly addresses the weakest thing that the Lakers have remaining, right? And that is three-point shooting. That's a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands. That's a guy that's comfortable with whatever role you want to give him. That's a guy, if he wants to play 12 minutes a night, fine. If you need him to play 28 minutes a night, he can do that too. That mm-hmm. That's the guy that fills that role most specifically. Look, if Carmelo comes, yeah, that's that's not the end of the world. I Believe it or not, and here's a sentence I never thought I'd ever ever say i'd Probably love to a good see fit. dwight howard come back uh, mm-hmm. i'd love to see dwight howard come back i think that he would be a really interesting addition for i mean look we saw him win a championship with this team and he was a, a an essential piece to what it is that they were doing patty mills is a really good nba player he's going to fit in anywhere trevor ariza kind of the same thing but jj reddick for me at the top of that list fills the need that you need more than anything else which is somebody that doesn't need the ball that can make shots and yes i know before everybody sends me the tweets and the calls i know he's not a very good defender i can live with it let the other four guys play defense no jj reddick is the guy that you know like in a pickup game if i go to an open gym i'm gonna say i got jj that's if i didn't know who he was right like that's who i'm assuming that i'm gonna guard and that just shows his uh, defensive abilities okay so every name that you just named off trav can work with the lakers they yeah. can. Dwight you can like work Dwight with too? A, Yeah, of course. Why not? Dwight, yeah. by the way, if there was one name that I I would take who left the Lakers last year. Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Danny Green, and Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. When I say by far the name that came up the most in the pre or the post or Lakers no talk question. or anything social, all that stuff, it was Dwight Howard. So Dwight Howard back with the Lakers, great fit. Uh, all good. But I think these other pieces are going to be more interesting to me, and I say that because, like you said, you got to fill up the rest of the roster. You're going to need some guys that can play defense and hit jumpers. Um, you know, there was, part of that report yes, or last week with Brad Turner, the LA Times, one of the reports was Russell Westbrook had a conversation with LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron invited them to his home, and the conversation was AD is going to go play. AD can play the five. LeBron could play the four. Like they'll they'll find ways to work together for a championship. I actually I like the AD at five. I don't want to see LeBron play the four. If he, a guy like Jeff, to. if if a guy like Jeff Green can come to the Lakers and he could put, put somebody else in at the four, let LeBron play the three. But ultimately, what I'm what I'm saying is the fact that vets. A chance to bring guys that want to come in, win a chip, a ton of experience in the NBA. I think that's going to give the Lakers their best chance at another championship. You know what I love most about the Dwight thing, too, is he brings that agitator thing the perfect amount. Like, how many times do you see somebody playing against Dwight Howard? Whether it was in Philly last year or the Lakers the year before that, that Dwight's one of those guys that the other team's just like, will somebody do something with this guy? Will somebody shut this guy up? Will somebody tee this guy up? And eventually that frustration bubbles over, and Dwight, lives in that world he's really physical he's happy being physical he's happy knocking it around with guys and he digs starting problems with other players it's just the the lakers need a little bit of abrasiveness and i think there's going to be that from russ too right and and i I, i'm going to continue to go back to this russell westbrook's going to be the third best player on the lakers 
we have not had an established third best player on the Lakers. He's a former MVP, triple doubles almost every game. I do think Travi's going to be the guy that says, yep, they eat first. I'm here to help whatever I can do. Add guys, you know, some of these guys that you're talking about with Dwight, add that to the mix. Now you're in a conversation I think is so much different in the rest of the league. All right, coming up next, the most anticipated regular season matchup for the Dodger fans, at least. Get your trash cans ready. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So can I confess something to you, Al, without you judging me? Maybe. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to risk it. Okay. So um, it's summer, and the Rogers clan is getting ready to go on, on a little vacation, and we're going as, as a group. My entire family uh, is going to go, and it's something we haven't done the better part of five years where my entire family goes on vacation. And my wife has been very excited and, and active about booking us all of these activities. And this is going to be kind of an outdoorsy vacation, right? This is going to okay. be, we're going to be in the mountains, we're going to be in a river, we're going to be near a lake and all of these sorts of things. And how, one long, of the th- how long will you guys be gone for? We'll be gone for five days. Okay, a couple more we'll, questions here. Yeah. Is she the one that is just filling in the calendar like there's going to be something to do hey yes. at noon we eat lunch like even not, that that's in there no 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 the, the itinerary is not hour to hour it's day to day that on monday we're doing this and then on tuesday we're doing that wednesday we've got this thursday we've got yep. that friday it's kind of one of those there's a, there's an activity planned for every day sure and she <laughs> she had a moment where she says to me um so um uh, well um so we're going zip lining on I forget what day it was Tuesday let's say, yep. and um, if you wanted to go play golf that day that would be a good day for you to go do it and I'm like well what do you mean why what does why that can't, mean right what does that <laughs> Thank mean what's she what she right. kind of referencing here <laughs> it's kind of what I was getting at like mm-hmm. hey what, what, I can't come zip lining with you like what what's up? she goes well I we're going to go on the- a family vacation <laughs> if you want to stay home just well, to make sure everything's operating well. I just called the zipline company, and we were just confirming uh, the reservations, and you may not be eligible to go on the zipline. What, what does that mean? Well, you know, the, the, the harness is only um, specced out to a certain capacity that uh, maybe you might exceed. So if you wanted to go play golf on that a Tuesday. Here. So basically, I'm too fat to go ziplining. That, that, the, the rub of this whole thing is the ziplining company said there is a, a weight limit, which I do not qualify for. So that was my weekend. My wife trying very gently to tell me that I'm too fat how, to ride the zipline. How is there – don't make it sound like you weigh 400 pounds here – well, uh, I, why, see, here's why the thing. is there? Why is there a? I, I'm kind of surprised. Have you gone ziplining before? I have, but has that ever been, been an issue? No, it hasn't. Last time I did it, I was a little bit lighter than I am now, to the tune of maybe 45, 50 pounds lighter. So it's a little, it's a little. Put it to you this way: the last time I did it, I was two weeks away from running a half marathon. 
Okay, so I had been training for the better part of about nine months to get oh, ready wow. for this half marathon. I was in the two teens something. So you were in great shape then. I was I mean, well, for not great shape, but better shape than I am now. You, I I almost felt sorry for her. She had to say, um, "Yeah, the uh, insurance company won't sign off on you zip lining because the harness will go too fast in me." You know what this reminds me of? You know what this reminds me of? This is like one of those things where if you're a parent and you're taking your kid to an amusement park. And they have to be a certain height. Right. And, like, the other siblings are going, and then you just have to walk the kid into a different area. Hey, let's – you know what? Let's go. Let's go play some arcades. You don't need to go on the Matterhorn. You can go on the teacups. Just sit down and hold Your wife kind of just did that to you. I've never seen that. (sighs) You know, just told a grown man, hey, why don't we just go walk around the park for a couple hours? Why don't you go play golf that morning? Why don't you just go 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 do something that you enjoy? The good news is I am going to be able to go whitewater river rafting. I'm not going to sink the boat, so I was able to clear the uh, the bar for the uh, whitewater river rafting. So that's good news. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your car and home insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or one eight hundred Progressive. Did you get a chance, Al, to see Max Scherzer do that interview prior to the, one of those games in Arizona? Just first yeah. of all, it, it, it kind of hit home, didn't it? Seeing Max Scherzer in a Dodge uniform, you're like, oh, let's, hell yes, let's go. There was a photo going around on Twitter, and I want to say even Emily texted it to us over the weekend where it was Scherzer, Bueller, and Kershaw. Mm-hmm. You're like, huh? What? You know, what? Like, what? You're trying to put all those trying to comprehend what exactly that is, what it means, and it is very, very unique to see. So to answer your question, I did hear the interview as well, and uh, that's, uh, that is kind of a it's, – it's a – it's a. It's going to be weird too when you see Westbrook with LeBron and Anthony Davis on media day. Like, I, yeah. it's it's one of those. And the only reason Urias wasn't in the pitchers because he was because he's that pitching. Day. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, was he out was there giving up no runs. And, right. <laughs> yeah, you know he was brilliant all over again. Uh, take a listen to this. This is Max Scherzer in that interview talking about his first start, his first action as a Dodger is going to be against the Astros. I mean, we all know the history, but you know, for me, that for that to be my first experience here, like that's gonna be nuts. Uh, you know, it's. I mean, I, I don't even know what that atmosphere is gonna be like. Um, so, uh, it's gonna be crazy. This whole experience is crazy being traded midseason. So, enjoy it. Keep a smile on your face and go out there and compete and try to win. Look, the Astros and the Dodgers have played each other a handful of times since that World Series. Yeah. And they've been chippy. You know, we, we all know the nice swing blank that Joe Kelly dropped on Carlos Correa. We know that there's been some animosity since then. This is the first time the Astros have to come into Dodger Stadium with people, and it's starting tomorrow, and I cannot wait. There's certain players who have kind of tried to avoid. We use the All-Star game as an example. Um, kind of, you know, you could say the Astros have tried kind of protecting themselves. The reality is you can only do it so much. Okay, so you got a set against the Dodgers, Walker Bueller tomorrow, Max Scherzer coming up on Wednesday, <laughs> and the environment um, is going to be unbelievable. By the way, Trav, you know, I, I, I say this. It's interesting for both of these squads. Because you got one team like the Dodgers who, you know, obviously feel like they were cheated out of a World Series, felt like um, it's such a disrespect to the – they cheated 
to a World Series, and then Major League Baseball didn't do anything about it. And and now this is the first time you get your fans there, and it's at Dodger Stadium. There's the other side of it if you're the Houston Astros, who are trying to prove to all of Major League Baseball that, hey, good, we're a good team, <laughs> and we can actually win. Yes, we might have cheated, but they're trying to right their wrong by winning, right? Like that, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do it. Even if you do win it, people always remember you for it, yeah, but, but they will look at you at, yeah. at maybe look at you a little bit differently because you you won it without uh, cheating. That's what maybe. you got. That that's what you kind of <laughs> got at stake here these next couple of days. And I, I could only imagine the environment. I can only imagine what Dodger Stadium is going to be like. And then you got, like I said, Bueller and Scherzer pitching, and it's Max Scherzer's first game yep. pitching as a Los Angeles Dodger. You can't really ask for a bigger stakes than this in the regular season. I would love to hear what Dodger fans think about this matchup and how they're going to respond to it, Eight seven 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 ten espn Because, look, I, 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 I don't even like saying this because what they did is despicable and without merit on every possible level. But as angry as Dodger fans are, as angry as Dodger players are, and really all of Major League Baseball. I mean, it wasn't just the Dodgers complaining about Max Scherzer and the Nats. They were changing signs every third pitch against the Astros in the World Series because they knew they were up to something. The Yankees are incredibly angry. That being said, the Astros have as much edge, as much chip, as much whatever you want to call that thing that, oh, yeah, you think so? Well, watch this. They have as much of that as anybody. Now, theirs is coming from a bad place. Because they're the ones that defrauded Major League Baseball to begin right. with. But that doesn't mean it doesn't work. That doesn't mean, oh, you think that the only reason we won is because we cheated? Well, yeah, and about 98% of people do. Well, watch this. They're, they made some moves at the deadline, especially at the back end of their bullpen, that really made them a better team. They, they already are the heavy favorites, and maybe not heavy, but the favorites in the American League at this point. The Astros are a good team, and while the Dodger fans can't wait to get a piece of the Astros, I guarantee you the Astros are looking at the Dodgers and Dodger fans in particular. Yeah, you think we cheated? Well, watch this. Get ready for us because we're good all over again. I mean, listen, that's the way you kind of hype it up that way. Can you ask for a better story? Okay, first of all, it's an unfortunate storyline because you just wish two teams are going at it because they're going at it and they're both incredibly talented. But the backstory to this, it's not a stretch to say that, hey, these two teams are facing each other in late October in, in the World Series. That that can That's a very realistic scenario that can play itself out. And this is kind of our first taste of it. And I, I like that you said, let's get a, you know, how do Dodger fans, if you got a ticket, to Tuesday or Wednesday, this is a playoff environment, yeah. right? Like, they're coming off – Dodgers are coming off playing the Giants in seven games. I think they played seven of ten or something like that of, of ten games. This is a different type of feel. Like, this is a different type of um, a setup. This is a different type of description. I, I think Tuesday and Wednesday will be the closest thing you get to playoff baseball in August. Right, the it's, it's, it's the closest thing that you're going to get to it. The Dodger-Giant rivalry is one of the great ones in Major League Baseball, one of the great ones in sports. But quite yep. honestly, when you watch those two team plays right now, there's there's not a lot of chippiness there. There's a, there's a lot of respect, quite frankly. You can tell that these two teams both know the other team's really good. And while the fans make it chippy, the teams really are not between them. Yeah, I want just just play this out. And Dodger fans, tell me what your response would be to this if you're in the stands or watching it on TV. 877-710-ESPN. Joe Kelly comes in in the sixth inning, seventh inning. Dodgers, let's say they're up six to two. Okay, they got they got a lead, but it's not. It's, the game's not away. And Joe Kelly paints Carlos Correa, or he paints Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. We know that Kelly's that guy that he'll do it. 
right? He'll absolutely do it. So what happens at that point? Because the Astros are not going to back down. The Dodger fans are not going to back down. If Joe Kelly comes in there and plunks somebody, please, please, look, other than the Dodgers winning both of the games, if I can put in a special request, I would like Joe Kelly to let a fastball get away with him and hit Altuve in the ribs. I will say this. The best thing the Dodgers can do to, um, you know, you said this, that the Astros have a chip on their shoulder as well. Just go in baseball games. That's it. Nothing else matters. You know, what what you don't want to do, and I, I know what you're saying, Trav, and I understand it's it's equivalent in the NBA. You give somebody a hard foul just to send a message because you feel like that other team, does. they, they need to get a message served by, your, by your team or whatever the case is. I, I do think for the Dodgers, as great as that environment's going to be, as much as there's a hatred between those two franchises, specifically from the Dodgers, it's warranted, not as warranted from the Astros. All that said... Um, you're chasing the Giants. Go win some baseball games. And, 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 you know, Giants are coming off winning two or three against the Astros. They did what they were supposed to do against Houston. They kept that three-game lead in the division over the Dodgers. But emotions can certainly play into this one different than any, any other matchup in baseball. All right, I was out at Rams camp on Saturday afternoon, and Slee, there is something very different in the air this season than there has been in previous Rams season. I'll explain what I mean next. That's coming up. It is Travis who can't ride a zip line. And Slee on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I wasn't looking for sympathy, Slee, but that, that's what I'm getting from people on Twitter. John writes, Trav, that zipline story made me very sad. Please send me your Venmo so I can pay for your round of golf. I'm not looking for free golf. I just thought that it was uh, kind of a funny story how my wife had to very diplomatically tell me you're too fat for the zipline. No, it's become kind of an emotional show. I think there's a... Uh... A lot of people um, behind the scenes and, uh, and and on Twitter that are, yeah, this is BS, Trav. I, I think w- whatever equipment they have there and whatever the weight limit is that they're logging uh, through the zip line, the industry's got to change. Yeah, I feel like, you know, the, the, the large carriage individual is being discriminated against by the zip lining community. I feel like we should have a movement. We should do something to, uh, to change this. I, I want to get on that zip a line. movement. I like that that's the word. We're starting a movement. That's right. That's By right. the way, this uh, this coming from Mark Stein in his Stein report. In addition to what many regard as the inevitable return of Dwight Howard for a third go-around in Hollywood, San Antonio's Patty Mills and Detroit's Wayne Ellington are two prime free agents of interest for the Lakers as L.A. hunts for bargains to fill out the rest of its roster after trading for Russell Westbrook. Uh, hey, you start adding you start adding shooters like that. Trav, those are shooters. Those are knockdown shooters, and you add that to the mix of what the Lakers already have. I, I think the shooters are going to come. They're, they're gonna, by the way, if you're a shooter out there and you get to play with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, yeah, that's not a bad place to go play. No, it's not. Look, if those guys are the guys that uh, end up coming, great. The, the, those would be really good pieces to add to this. And be, be, because of all the things that I've said a million times, those address the issues that the Lakers have. Those, those address the issues that were not even remotely 
addressed with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. The, these are the guys that fill those holes. All right. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, we were out at Rams camp on Saturday. Me and Kirk right. and Emily, Jesse and Carlo, the whole – and Chris was there. Amanda was there. The whole team was out there. And we were talking about and, – and it was just – I think it was your 19th of, show this week, last week. <laughs> it was a lot. I have been out to that Rams camp since the Rams came back to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I have been covering the Rams since they came back to Los Angeles. And I, I go back five years ago when they first came here, and people were out there watching the Rams practice and sleep. It was kind of a curiosity. It was kind of, a, oh, yeah, we've got a football team now. Oh, yeah, I remember when my dad used to take me to the Big A and I got to see Eric Dickerson play. Oh, yeah, it kind of – and just this very – I don't even know exactly what's going on around here. Just, okay, we have a football team. Do I care about this or not? It was more curious than anything else. Sure. That vibe on Saturdays, Lee, was so good. All four sides of these two giant 100-yard football fields are surrounded by bleachers and people full, full with people. Right, not an empty seat in the house. Do they just, announce how many? Do they announce how many people? If they did, I don't know what it was, but I know yeah. that it was full. However many people they can sto- they can uh, accommodate, that's how many people were there. Mm-hmm. Almost every single one of them was geared up. There were very few people that weren't wearing a jersey or a cap or a t-shirt or something, and and most of that was of the new stuff. Okay. And you could feel it on the field. Jalen Ramsey steps in front of uh, Stafford for a pick six. Hmm. Matt Stafford throws a touchdown pass, a no-look touchdown pass after escaping the rush, and he does something with his legs that you haven't seen. It just every, The place was palpably excited about a practice. That has never been the case with this team, and I think that's the biggest difference with this group of Ram guys, with this quarterback, with this all-in right now, let's go for it mentality is the excitement is real. It is right there in front of you, and Rams fans can feel it for the first time in a long time, I think. Did they bench Jalen Ramsey after he picked Stafford? <laughs> nope. He got, out, he got out there and he got to play some more. You know, it's funny. So Sean McVay was talking about that. He's like, look, yeah, he threw one, but he came right back the next play and started making plays like it never happened. I think that, look, this idea that Jared Goff was the worst quarterback ever isn't true. But there is something to be said of that if Matt Stafford throws an interception, it's going to be like, yeah, it happens every once in a while. You throw interceptions in the NFL. It's not. It's inevitable. Not, oh, God, here we go again. That was the feeling when Jared Goff would do something like, if, if he had thrown that interception to Jalen Ramsey, we would have spent two weeks talking about, he's going to do it again, right? He's going to blow it. The second with Matt Stafford, it's like, eh, who cares? You see the next one he made? Just the entire vibe around this team has changed. Well, so basically what you're saying is this, that Matt Stafford changed that vibe. Is that, is that what you're referring to? Is- Matt Stafford has changed the vibe, and the mm-hmm. fact that it's been five years, this is their sixth season back in sure. L.A., time mm-hmm. has changed it. It's a process. The expectations are really good. The stadium people, you, you can't go anywhere and people aren't talking about SoFi, SoFi, SoFi. Everything about it is leading to this moment. The team, the stadium, the players, the new gear – Everything is leading to a season where they go and do something special. This is what makes L.A. a very, very, very special sports town. And I'm talking about right now today because five years ago, maybe the the picture is completely different. Five years ago, um, the Dodgers were different than they are today. Mm -hmm. The Lakers were still making lottery picks. The Rams, uh, you know, just coming here, whatever the case is, you the expectations today, and we, we spent a little time on this last week, expectations for the Rams are, and this might have to do with the with the vibe that you're referring to, expectation is, okay, 
Are you getting to the NFC Championship? And if you are, is it against Tom Brady and the Bucks? Is it a, a different team in the NFC that got there? Is it against the Packers? And, and I think that's what comes with the vibe. The, the expectation for the Dodgers is these next couple of games against the Houston Astros, that could be your World Series preview right there. The mm-hmm. expectation for the Lakers, as we talk about some of these other guys that can kind of fill in or be a piece to what they already have with Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James is um, are you when you get to the NBA Finals, is it you or Brooklyn? Who's got the advantage? Trav, that makes things that makes everywhere you go and every conversation you have about these three teams just a little bit different. I think that's probably what you felt in that that training camp for the Rams. Okay, Kevin Demoff came with us or came on with us on Saturday as well, and I kind of asked him a, a similar question. That's so I talked about. You know, they they were kind of the first ones to go, right? They were the ones that made the Matt Stafford deal before the Max Scherzer deal, before the Russell Westbrook deal. And he said it's not so much competition, but rather we're all trying to just keep up with each other. I don't view it as competing. I view it as drafting off one of another and using NASCAR, right? Like, we all lift each other up. And yeah. one of the things I love about being in this market is you have to be your best as an organization. It requires, you know the Dodgers are going to be great, the Lakers, Kings, everybody here. There are bits and pieces that are great organizations that you want to learn from and study from. And I think that challenges us as an organization to be the best. Now, we're so fortunate when you have a Stan Kroenke as an owner who can sit there and give you every opportunity to compete on the field, off the field, build a stadium, and change the paradigm for us to go carve out our own niche. That's it right there, right? That everyone needs to keep up with the other guy because we're all trying to get to the same place. Just being a team in town is not good enough. You need to be a good team in this town competing for a title, and the Rams are in that mix. And if you're a, you know, obviously if you're a fan, you're going to give your attention to what's hot. You're going to give your attention to what's working. You're going to give your attention to who's playing well. That's not always going to be the case. I mean, you know, Clippers were a couple games away from making it to the NBA Finals. You and I spent a lot of time talking about them. It's not like they were sweeping the city, but even the Clippers, who were that close again in the NBA Finals, it's it's different than if obviously the Lakers vibe is there. So the Rams feel like they're one of these three teams that have a shot to get people's attention, and we're not counting college because we know if USC is ten and zero, ten games in, what that will do to LA. But that yep. that kind of gives you a little bit of a of a, uh, uh, I guess you could say perspective. All right, Slee, so coming up next, fact or cap, and more importantly, whether or not you still know what cap is. That's coming well, up. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right. Here's a very quick tweet here, Slee. Stimmy Neutron says, Trav, maybe you aren't too heavy for the harness. Maybe those harnesses are just poorly made. Maybe. Maybe we're just I, I looking would go at that this route. backwards. Yep, I would go that route. <laughs> you never know. All right. Uh, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. It is time for Fact or Cap. Emily, what do you have for us? First, I just want to make sure that Slee uh, knows what cap means again. Can we yep. can we have a Slee explanation of cap? Sure. Cap is uh, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Um, Hall of Famer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I think the way this is is fact or what would Kareem Abdul-Jabbar think? Close. Right? That's exactly right. 
So that's how I thought it was. Yes, but to explain it again to listeners, yeah. uh, cap means false, wrong, lying. That's what cap means. I put up nine videos over the weekend on my TikTok. <laughs> it's going viral, Sleeve. Nine of them. God. All right. So first, uh, in factor cap, Kenley Jansen gets booed coming out of the bullpen in the ninth inning against the Astros. Alan, is that fact or cap? Cap. Because booing is safe for... When you don't perform well. If, if he's getting booed coming into the game, that's not a good look. And I don't think Dodger fans would do that. Now, if the Dodgers have a 2-1 lead going into the ninth, Kenley comes in, and all of a sudden um, Dave Roberts has to go take him off the mound because the bases are loaded with one out and they eventually lose the game, That's there's more of a justification there. But, Trav, you can't be booing if you haven't even – if nothing's been accomplished yet. No, Dodger fans are not preemptive booers. They'll, they'll, they'll boo if he if he spits the bit and he pitches poorly and he blows one of those games. They already the showed Astros. that against the Giants, right? Yeah, they'll, <laughs> right. they'll, they'll hammer him. But, no, I, they're not going to boo him coming into the game. Like, the Kenley thing is really strange because every Dodger fan that I know loves Kenley Jansen, holds him in very high regard and about his experiences here. He's He's been here as long as Kershaw. He's been here a long time mm-hmm. and been incredibly valuable to what they do. And he's not very good anymore. It's both of those things at the same time. So you don't want to crush him, but when you keep seeing him pitch poorly in the ninth inning, it's hard not to get upset. All right, next one. It is the, uh, well, yesterday was the 40th birthday of MTV. Mm. So my question, or my statement is, MTV was the best channel on cable. Travis, is that fact or cap? That's cap. That That's total cap. That's nothing but cap, as my uh, my daughter would say. That's so cap. You're capping right now, Emily. That's how she would put it. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. Look, I and remember. It's better when you say the... it. It's better when you say it than like a 20 year old. But yeah, please go. It, it, it's cap because I'm not going to do the. I'm old enough to remember when MTV played music. That's not. But I'm old enough to remember when MTV debuted. I remember when it was nothing but a Dire Straits video every 10 minutes, and then a couple of other things. So you'd get a Billy Idol, you'd get a a, a, a Police video every once in a while thrown in there. Yep. Uh, it was fine. It served its purpose. It, it's. I'm not the as this may come as a surprise to a lot of you. I'm not the biggest music guy in the world. It's not something that really resonates for me. So no, there were uh, a million other cable channels that I would have chosen ahead of MTV. Yes, yeah, is definitely fact. Uh, Trav, you're a loser. That's all I'm well, going to say because. Um, yeah, did you forget about Spring Break? Did you forget about Never Jersey Shore? Never did you forget that. about the Hills? Never watched did you, that. The Hill. Or is it the Hills? Did you know. forget about it's ridiculousness? The hills. It's the hills. Yeah. Ridiculousness? You forget about Never. Wild and Out? You forget yeah. about nope. True Life? Nope. Did you also forget about Googling best shows on MTV <laughs> and then just listing them all down because you haven't really seen 95% of them? Uh, it's definitely a fact. MTV is the best network. It's more important than any news out there. We all need to stop watching the news and just spend more time on MTV. couple of seasons of um, what's the one where they all move into a house and have to live with each other? Laguna the Beach is another The Real World. World. The Real World. Of the Real World. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I like Snooki, that one. Snooki might be one of the greatest uh, of our time, of our generation. I, I think I've told you the story when the situation walked into the radio row at the Super Bowl, and the whole place was like wretched. Like, wait, is that the situation? I'm like, who is the uh, situation? Like, that gets me so frustrated just hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> the situation, Slee. Is that the somebody actually asked me a question without any hint of yeah. irony or sarcasm? Hey, Trav. Is that the situation? 
like I know the answer to that, but yes, it was. This is one of those don't hate the player, hate the game. I'll hate both of them. I'll hate the player <laughs> and the game. Don't tell me which one to hate. Next, Emily. <laughs> yeah, MTV was where my brain went to rot and die when I was a kid. Um, okay, I hate last. Both of them. <laughs> I have one more for you guys. So hating things fun. <laughs> factor cap. Uh, Allen's Cody Bellinger impression is better than Travis's messy impression. Allen, is that factor cap? It's fact. Let me tell you why. Because. What you've done to Messi, when I get people texting me that saying that they can't watch Messi anymore without hearing the voice, that is the worst scenario I've ever heard. Here's a dude that's one of the greatest athletes of all time, and you have gone out of your way. It has nothing to do with what I've done for my impression of Cody Bellinger. It has more to do with... The way you've ruined Messi for a lot of our listeners out there. I had three different people at Rams camp come up to me and do their version of Messi. <laughs> it was fantastic. Hey, Trav, Trav, what do you think of my Messi? Over here, Trav. Over and over again. It was Wait great. Wait a minute. Had they cheated? How'd they do that? Whoa. I knew it. Messi's Messi's is pretty identifiable. Yours is good, but it could also be Spicoli. It could be Bill and Ted. I feel like there's a lot going on. Mine is very specifically Messi, Slee. I don't know if uh, you got me on this one yet. Plus, I have others. I have my Bob Kraft, which I'm not going to do right now. I haven't oh, even broken out my Richie Incognito in Trey quite some time. Turner and Justin Turner. <laughs> hey, Dave, which guy's playing um, third today? Turner or Turner? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's going to roll. I like it. That's I like Cody right Bellinger. That was actually they, pretty good right there. They should leave him around. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, a quick little Olympic update right here, Slee. Um, two high jumpers chose yeah. to share the gold mm-hmm. medal and the podium after they faced. They, they, they could have gone to a jump off. The athlete from Italy and an athlete from Qatar or Qatar, I'm not quite sure what I've heard both. Um, they decided instead of having a jump off where one would get gold and one would get silver, they said, you know what, why don't we share this? We'll both get gold. What do you make of that? What does it mean? I, I don't understand what it means. I, I watched it yesterday. I watched it back on YouTube, and I had no idea what was going on. Just watched the final of it, and they both hallucinated. They went crazy. They were saving it. I'm like, wait a minute here. So if the game is tied in Game 7, it's Lakers and the Nets. They have a quick discussion. Say, what do you think? You have you both it every other banner? month. I have it the other month. You put it up. Only put half the banner up halfway up. Like I, I don't understand what it means. It was incredibly confusing, and in my mind, I, I thought two guys won the silver. Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of a interesting time in my life where my I, my initial reaction was, come on, fellas, this is the opposite of sports. Sports is we determine a winner. Finish this out. Right, with somebody wins and somebody loses. And I get the, the spirit of competition. But then I've also told you this, that I'm the guy that's about one second away from crying at every commercial that comes on TV right now. Just <laughs> my, my emotions are barely below the surface. So that I saw these two guys share a moment. I'm like, Dave, you see that commercial for Tide? That's pretty cool, man. That's you good, that good on you. see that commercial for Tide? I, I can't believe it takes all the <laughs> takes all the stains out. That's pretty much where I am. So I kind of like that they decided this year. I, I, you got to have a winner. It's the though, equivalent, right? equivalent of this. You play poker, right? Yeah. And when you there's two the guys left, you, yeah. you chop it up. Yeah. Okay. You're only doing that. Per- Usually, you're only doing that because of time purposes. This is the Olympics. <laughs> Can we get two more jumps from each guys and determine who gets the gold? Yeah, it was a weird one for me.
ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Carson before Wentz. You go, this, before you yeah. go to the next one. Did you see in women's volleyball, they beat Italy. Okay. Um, did you Do you see the replay, how replay works in volleyball? It's like tennis. Just like tennis. Yeah. But faster. Like yeah. I, I, I'm saying that when when they look to the umpire, whatever they're called, he goes, okay, we're going to review it. And then the replay is coming down, in, out, over, they move on. It takes 38 minutes in the NBA to review if it went off a dude's <laughs> fingernail or it didn't. Yeah, no, it, every replay should be tennis slash volleyball because that Cyclops thing just, nope, there's the shadow of the ball. It's in or it's out. Let's keep it moving, and we go from there. Am Pretty I missing easy. something that they have technology that the NBA doesn't? I, I, you maybe. take the refs right out of the mix. The refs don't even have to make a call on it. You don't need to get me started. It, it, the sooner we get to a time when officials are no longer a part of this, the better, and we can eliminate them completely because they ruin everything. They go I mean, out of their way to ruin everything. We have that going on, and then we have Bezos pretending to go to space. What kind of world are we living in? <laughs> well, you can just say it now, and it's true. And You don't need any facts. You can just kind of throw it out there. All right, Carson Wentz uh, is going to have a foot surgery. could be out for up to f- uh, 12 weeks, 5 to 12 weeks. This just goes to show you yeah. that you just never know, that when you have an opportunity to something done you better try to get it done because you're one foot injury away from having to go to plan b and plan b in the nfl never includes the backup quarterback this is this is not a good comp but let's use the padres as an example thought everything you know could be going their way and then in two days nothing happens trade deadline tatis could be out for the trap like this everything could just change and i think that kind of goes what you're saying in sports for a moment you feel like everything's going your way in one night everything can change and it's an embarrassment of riches here in town, too, because all of the teams here, the three the three biggest teams in town, are all going for it at the same time. Enjoy yep. it while it lasts because there are no guarantees that it lasts mm-hmm. forever and ever. Uh, one last quick little Olympic thing. Simone Biles is going to compete, uh, compete, I should say, in the balance beam individual final event. So it'll be good to have her back in the games after having her miss so much time with um, the twisties and some mental health issues. Everybody will be watching her. You know, all the commercials, Every it's still her. So – this whole she is the face of the Olympics for the United States of America as Phelps was over the last couple Olympics so be fun to watch her do that ESPN app or on iTunes you could catch a two-hour podcast just search search Travis and Sliwa and then Lakers talk tonight seven to nine everybody rest your voices because on Tuesday the Astros are in town to take on the Dodgers and you know what you have to do if you're going out to Dodger Stadium get that done we'll be back here tomorrow morning 855 Travis and Slee on 710 ESPN